0: Okay, it's Derby Day. We have, uh, we've taken the precaution of stopping into Rattle and Hum on 33rd Street for a quick pre-match beverage. Uh, this is otherwise known as taking the edge off what's about to happen. Uh, I'm here with Paddy and Jeff. Jeff is drinking something that looks very dark, sticky, and has about a 10% ABV. So he's going to enjoy the derby a little more than the rest of us. We're also joined by uh, Micah, who's uh, come all the way from Melbourne in Australia just to watch the derby with us in New York. So we have a, a, a truly Commonwealth contingent to watch this game. Um, chaps. The obvious question, how are we feeling? Paddy, I'm going to come to you first. Feeling confident? Um,
1: I've got nausea, stomach churning. Uh, I feel like I might throw up any second soon. Uh, I'm not sure we last you three... drinking
2: a beer called
1: Radiant Pig. Yeah, we're drinking a beer called Radiant Pig, thanks to James, um, and also very hungover last night. Um, as far as the match, not confident, but I don't mind that lineup. I think it's structured in a way to soak up the pressure and then catch them on the break with
0: Fletcher up top. So I'm not as big of a hate as everybody else in the lineup. I think it will be okay. We need to get our first goal, though. Wow, Paddy, almost sounding like he might have some green shoots of confidence. Uh, Mika, um, I'm just going to hope that Australian kind of enthusiasm is going to overpower the experience of watching Wednesday this season. Are you uh, are you in any way confident for the match to come? Uh,
3: No, but. Uh, a little bit, you know, my, my optimism will go as far as to say, I think, uh, a very optimistic and very, very lucky and very hard-fought one-all draw, if I'm going to come out with a, with a prediction now, um, and uh, it's a shame that Fessy's not on the bench, that was kind of my, one of my kind of caveats of, of hope, uh, that is sadly now no longer, um, but uh, yeah, I still think with the side that we've got and a little bit of luck on our side, we'll get, we'll get a point.
0: Uh, confident Wednesday night, hoping for a draw. This is uh, this is the upper elm of, uh, of I guess, what we uh, would call to be positivity these days. Jeff, can you take that up a notch? Any uh, any kind of uh, reasons for us to be cheerful this afternoon as you get down to the bottom third of your uh, extremely strong pint?
2: I'm pretty sure I used up all my luck for the day, catching the 7 and the 6 in complete stride and not having to wait for either train, but I was feeling like, oh, I used up all my luck. Then I was getting off the 6 train to walk over here, and I was face-to-face with this dude wearing one of the little Drake things with the owl on it, like the Jordan oh, yeah. level one. Like, that looks wrong. just like the the one they ripped off from
0: Pickle Wednesday, <laughs> was- yeah.
2: I'm just like, this is a sign, this is a sign, and I'm just going to keep drinking until I convince myself it's a sign.
0: <laughs> I- I think maybe we could uh, just stay, keep drinking and avoid watching the game. That might be the best way of doing things. But as Paddy said, we are drinking a uh, a New England IPA called Radiant Pig, and it's called No, no Half Stepping. So um, you can either take that as an omen of uh, foreboding or an omen of goodwill, depending on your predication. So Mika, you've gone for 1-1. Uh, not Mika, not, not the artist formerly known as Mika. There we go. I'm uh, I'm already twisting names. So you've gone for one-one, the uh, the erstwhile draw. Jeff, Paddy, I'm going to put you on the spot. Your score predictions. Uh,
2: I already said on the podcast that it was me one 0 with a reach crossbar post post in. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with that. Why not?
1: I put a bet on earlier on. I've got uh, both teams to score. Wednesday to win. Ballon to score first. And if that comes through, it's about three hundred dollars coming my way. So I'm going to stick with that. Only three hundred. Yeah. What do you plan, <laughs> 50 cents? It was two separate, bit, two separate bets. Okay. Drink, drink,
0: drinks are on paddy if everything goes to plan. Um, I, I've kind of shot myself in the foot here because, as you said, Jeff, we've already given our predictions. So, unfortunately, I went for a 3-1 United win. So, I guess I'm locked into that. But we will, uh, we'll find some more Wednesday nights in Football Factory and we'll get a few more score predictions before we get to kickoff. So, uh, for now, gentlemen, let's down our pints and, uh, and head down the street. Okay, so the derby is done. The, uh, the Christmas lights are on in the football factory. And, uh, and, Jeff, we just got an enormous present in the form of a clean sheet. Uh, your post-match reaction literally on the whistle.
2: Nil, no, no. And you fucked it up. No, no. I've been drinking a lot.
0: Je- 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 Jeff is a bit squiffy. I've got to be perfectly honest here. but um, I've,
2: I've, I've watched matches against Barnsley and it's the worst 90 minutes of football i've ever seen in my
4: life
0: yeah that, that, that was a pretty atrocious game of football to watch if you were a neutral and we're going to speak to a neutral in a second but as a wednesday we uh we took our medicine and we uh we lined up in two banks of defense we uh, we basically absorb united pressure for nigh on 93 minutes and um for the first time this season we have a clean sheet so i mean surely that's job done
2: so the two banks are normally four and four it's like seven and three so it worked, and like uh, full credit to Cameron Dawson making the penalty save, and it was just absolutely no ponder- ponderous offense. Ponderous, I, okay, I, the, I, but the uh, what the pundits say. I,
0: I think just being a little bit generous there in the sense that the, even describing our offense in any form would suggest that it existed. We didn't really see much oh, of I it, guess,
2: but I guess who was your man of the match then?
0: Uh, for me, I think you've got to give it to Cameron Dawson. Yeah. I think he, uh, you know, he did admirably. The penalty save was a, was a tough penalty to, to get to. Getting down yeah. to his left, he uh, he marshaled the defense well. He uh, he positioned himself well with a, a series of onslaught of um, United crosses from deep. He
2: actually caught the ball when it came to him. This
0: he didn't he didn't punch. So uh, no, I, I give it to Dawson, especially after yeah. the pressure he's been under, and uh, Michael Hector as well. Honorable yeah, mention. He was very I thought good. He was yeah,
2: there. yeah, I don't. Like it was a a repeat of January in a lot of ways, but the problem is, you know, as you said to me before we started recording, it's been ten months. Also, we had eleven men for the entire match. When you're down to ten men, playing that way is acceptable, even admirable. But when you have eleven men, it might be a
0: well, to be fair, after what we said pre-match, and you know, we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in the game review on the the pod next week. Um, one man who we didn't think might show up, despite being in the eleven, was Tom Lee's, and he actually had a fairly solid performance. Maybe a little bit back uh, to not the Tom Lee's of old, but at least uh, not the Tom Lee's of the last four weeks.
2: I mean, he wasn't asked to do much other than like stand in the box and defend for most of the, and he's very capable of doing that. I don't want to, I don't want to like malign him more than we have in the last like six months, but yeah, it's. You know, all in all, it was a good point. I think we would have all signed up for this result coming into the match, and it was an absolutely brutal two hours spent watching terrible... And, like, the thing is, after the first half, really, like, United looked very dangerous in the first half. The second half, they weren't really any clear-cut opportunities. Like, they don't look like... I, I think they just ran out of pace. They ran out of ideas to a certain extent. And, like, it was kind of there for Wednesday for the taking. Like, uh, you know, Matthias for Penny, I thought, was a logical sub. If you weren't going to go full bore for, like, Jow for Fox. But, again, it's like only make one sub across 90 minutes. I'm sure they're going to sell this as a good result. and Maybe it is. It gives you something on four straight losses going into the international break. But... I don't know. I, uh, it probably saves Joss' job to a certain extent. A bad result here, I think, would have been it, as we said, sort of in the pregame. But I'm not... Uh, it could have been way worse. That's, uh, that's my closing remarks. It could have been way worse.
0: So there you are. You have a sanguine, if slightly uh, pummeled Jeffrey uh who is now uh, working his way down another pint, not quite of the vintage that we had before the start it's of the game. Brown. It's still brown. Um, and we've got the All Wednesday screening to look forward to. So, Jeff, thank you. Uh, well done for bearing with the derby, and we'll uh, we'll speak on the pod next week.
2: Always a pleasure, James.
0: Right, so it's finished nil nil at Bramall yeah, Lane. Thank God, thank God, says Bianca Winter from the New York Owls, making Hello. her debut on the uh, on the Isles of America. Uh, B, that was, uh, that was a torturous 90 minutes. How, uh, how did you find it? Well,
5: not as torturous as I thought, though. I mean, I had low expectations coming in, and we've played worse than that in recent matches. So I, I was expecting bad.
0: So, so let's just qualify worse. When you say we've played worse, you mean worse defensively?
5: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> G- given there
0: was nothing else going on.
5: Yeah, but you're right. Like, clean sheets, that is something to celebrate. And not being raped by the pigs, great. I can't say raped on
0: her, can I? Uh, you can, this is a podcast. As long <laughs> as you qualify it in the fact that that was a metaphor and in no way an inference of any form of uh, behaviour by Sheffield United fans. Um, okay, so a better defensive performance. Um, what about the uh, the atmosphere down here in the football factory? Did you, uh, did you just detect any hint of uh, the smell of pork down in, uh, in New York today?
5: There was a lot of talk of... Uh, I think it was called pork roll. I'm like we're getting an education down here about um, American food stocks, and uh, you know what you are legally allowed to call ham,
0: otherwise known as a large amount of salt, apparently, with the hint of uh, the hint of pig about it. Um, this was uh, this was the topic of conversation, principally because the football was pretty awful. But in the context of our first clean sheet of the season, who was your man of the match?
5: Dawson. I mean, saving a penalty that was fucking great, and that last save. <laughs> What a
0: fucking release. <laughs> so for context, this is literally two minutes since Dawson saved the, uh, the free kick that wasn't and, and, uh, and brought an end to the game. So everyone's, uh, everyone's on a bit of a high now. It's Friday afternoon is in New going? York. We have a clean sheet. We've not lost to United.
5: We had a great sense of humour today also. Like, as, a, as a fan base, I think there was some trepidation going into it. But like, we kept laughing.
0: I think it's called gallows humour, Pete. And um, <laughs> on that note, um, what's, your, uh, what's your expectation for the rest of the season?
5: Oh, um, I don't think we're going to surprise ourselves, but I think we'll cling on. I don't, I don't think we'll be having relegation battle, but I also don't really think we'll see playoffs.
0: So, in other words, a season of mid-table mid-erocracy. We're, uh, we're nothing if not consistent on the Isles of America. Aspianca, thank you very much. Enjoy the all-Wednesday screening. Thank you. All right, so we're uh, we're catching up with all the New York Owls now after that uh, magnificent nil-nil draw. Um, backs against the wall job for Wednesday at Bramall Lane. Uh, Joe, uh, your reaction to what was the scintillating ninety minutes of football?
1: I feel like I'm a bit more negative than everyone else around here, which is pretty pretty abnormal considering that like I've kind of not experienced the worst uh, <laughs> of Sheffield Wednesday. But I, I just can't help but feel that we are just a much worse team, and we are very fortunate to to get a nil nil draw.
0: I thought for, fortunate may well be the uh, the accurate statement. Uh, I've got Jeremy here, who's wearing, by the way, the uh, the nineteen ninety six away shirt, nineteen ninety seven away shirt, actually, with the uh, the kind of the Netherlands orange number, which I'm kind of jealous about because it looks awesome. Um, what was your thoughts on the game? Uh, obviously, that's a shirt from times that were better, but uh, a satisfactory result today celebrating the clean sheet first clean sheet of the season and i'm happy with that really you can't say much more than that right that's, that's about as much as much as you can get who uh, who was your man of the match Jeremy? michael hector he was uh, he was like a colossus at the back especially when he was literally just striding down and kind of just walking all over uh, united's attacking uh, lineup right oh yeah it seems like the only defender we have that can anticipate what's going to happen around the area can read the play knows when to leave the boot in proper defender. He's, uh, he's got a little bit of the old-fashioned defensive nous, which maybe you can teach a few of his teammates. Oh, what about you, Joe? Any uh, any stand-up performance for you today? Well,
1: I have to agree on Hector. He's he's just so much better than than anyone else out there. He he just looks fantastic when he when we're when we're defending. It, it it it's good to see someone at the back that that we could actually feel pretty comfortable in. And he, I, I was saying earlier that I kind of kind of worry that he doesn't deserve to be in like the the lone limbo that he w- that he's been in for a while he's 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 a good player
0: so i guess the trick is we need to get out of ffp limbo and maybe sign him up for uh, for maybe a slightly more organized uh 2019-20 right but hey look the smiles on wednesday's faces tonight um so we're going to go off and watch the old wednesday film jeremy joe thank you very much
4: yeah. okay, cheers
0: Um, so this is a remarkable thing. I've, uh, in, the, in the post-match Malay in the Football Factory, I've, uh, I've landed upon an optimistic Wednesday eye. And no surprises, it is our Antipodean Wednesday eye. It's, uh, it's Micah, not Mika, uh, who tells me that he feels optimistic about the way that game went out.
3: I feel like that's potentially a turning point. I, uh, you know, it's our first clean sheet. Uh, I think we weren't, we weren't playing for possession. We weren't playing for shots. Probably weren't playing for winning. Uh, but we actually defended exceptionally well as a team. Um, you know, they, we saved a penalty and they really didn't have much, much shots apart from that. And, uh, and I mean, you know, there was, a, there was an opportunity to perhaps, you know, sneak a win there in the, in, in, in the closing stages. But um, I, I don't feel like, I can't, I can't think about an individual player that was actually, you know, that was underperforming
0: you know that's, it's an entirely fair statement isn't it for the first time this season they actually performed as a unit yeah. um, it was a very deep unit it only took up about a third of the field <laughs> but um, it was an effective unit in at least keeping United out and repelling the attacks yeah, yeah. did anyone stand out for you in terms of just the way they, they approached the game and the way that they repelled the United def- uh, a- offence uh, look I thought I mean yeah you,
3: you, you talk about the you know and we talk about different 3-5-2s and 4-4-2s and different formations I think we played with a, a 10 we'll live on air was our uh, well we've got shots now yeah uh, j-
0: Jeff has just brought over some Jägermeister live oh, per interview. Uh,
3: so, yeah, the, the formation was 10, um, which was, you know, essentially just 10 defenders. But I think uh, in terms of standout performers, I thought Matt Penny had, a, had a, an interesting game because, you know, he's, he was playing in a more advanced role and he was, uh, you know, had an opportunity to kind of, you know, uh, flex his
0: attacking muscle. Um, I Are you sure you saw that? Because I didn't see much attacking muscle in that team. But okay, he had a couple of forays forward, right?
3: It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I thought Jordan Thornley had an exceptional game in defence. I thought uh, Tom Lees was back to close to where he should be in the terms of his uh, defensive capabilities. And I thought Hector had a, an outstanding game in, in defence. And, of course, Cameron Dawson, you know, saving a penalty and, and pretty much rock solid, you know, even coming off his line and saving things and, and seemingly organising his defence. So um, there's a lot to take. Take out of the game.
0: You know, it's interesting kind of listening to people. I think Hector, Dawson, all standing out. But a word about Jordan Thorne, these little chip pass in from I think, one of our only attacks uh, in the second half. It was, uh, it was sort of messy esque So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's part of our kind of renaissance when we start to uh, recover from this evening's uh, ex-base. It's the youth all the way.
3: It's the youth all the way. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to believe in the youth because I believe they're the future.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, let's hope they are because the, uh, the elderly chaps on the, uh, the Wednesday bench probably aren't. Uh, with that, we're going to take your, uh, your Aussie enthusiasm. We're going to take a few shots that Jeff... Is uh, wafting under our nose right now. This so, Micah, hair hair thank hair hair you. Cheers. Alright, so uh, things have quietened down a little bit in the Football Factory after the, uh, after the derby, but the noise you may be hearing in the background is the, uh, the actual crowd noise of the 1991 Rumble O's Cup uh, final victory against Manchester United, which we're playing uh, as a, something of a warm-up for a very special event here in New York. So I'm here with Paddy, who has coordinated something that we probably won't uh, get a chance to do again, Paddy. So I wonder if you could maybe just introduce what we're about to spend the next hour of our post-match Friday evening doing uh, here on 33rd Street in New York City.
1: Yeah, so we heard about obviously the All Wednesday film, which Matt Exen, um, uh directed and created. Um, and the first thing we wanted to do was to get down into the football factory, so people can watch it in the U.S. People can watch it in New York. So I reached out to Matt. Uh, he was very kind, and very up for the uh, project. So we basically worked with him until uh, he had a, a version he could share with us in New York. Um, so here we are. It's. Um, it's after the United game. Thankfully, we didn't lose horrendously. Otherwise, I think it might be a different kind of context to watching a film about uh, Wednesday and Wednesday's fans. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's a nice thing to cap off a, a Friday night in New York. You get to show some of the American fans that we have over here that aren't as um, steeped in the history of Wednesday as some of the older fans like us, me and James, are. Um, and you talk about kind of what's what it's like to spot Wednesday I think that's going to be it's almost uh, educational in some respects some people and also
0: for, for people like us that have Wednesday all our lives I can see it being a little bit uh, emotional at times I've got, I've got to be honest so uh, we're, we're not even watching the film yet I'm looking over Paddy's shoulder and uh, <laughs> in the replay of 1991 well, Wednesday have just literally won the Rumble O's Cup and I'm I'm getting a little bit teary just looking at you and that's only because Chris Turner is holding the most beautiful Sondico gloves <laughs> bag which reminds me of being like 11 years old um, so it's a special opportunity for, uh, for our New York Owls to watch this. This is happening across America as well tonight. So um, just to kind of you know try and give you a sense, we're in the football factory in New York City. There's about 20 Wednesday who've been here watching the game. People from all across the US in terms of background. We've got an Australian Owl. We've got a lot of expats as well. Um, but in Bluffton, Ohio, in uh, Portland, in uh, hopefully other places in the coming weeks, in New Orleans and otherwise, we're going to be showing this film in a way that Wednesday nights across America can just engage with what it is to be a Wednesday night, Paddy. And I think that's, it's a wonderful testament to what's going on in terms of the development of the fan groups across the U.S. right now. Totally. And like I say, I love the fact that you're gonna, you're, everyone's going to have a different experience from this. right?
1: Everyone's going to have a, a kind of experience going like I was there at that time or... I, I empathize with this or I, I feel that and I watched that. I was there with those people. Some people might even know the people on, on the video, which is just fantastic. Some people won't even remember the, the, the dates and times. And for, for us at Owls Americas, we, we are always opening our arms to new fans and old fans around creating experiences around Sheffield Wednesday and just being part of the Sheffield culture. So this, for us, is a fantastic opportunity. So I want to thank Matt Ecksten a
0: lot for sharing this video, this film with us. Um, and thanks for the club as well. for the show as well. The one thing I'm looking forward to is in 30 years' time when Matt Exton releases is All Wednesday 2, um, and we look back on the formative experience that was recording this podcast and, uh, and watching a 0-0 Dow draw at 2.45 on a, uh, on a Friday afternoon in Sheffield. As you can hear, Jeff is coming over to us. The Rumble O's Cup the final has finished. So we, uh, we are going to go over to the screening. We'll speak to you later. <laughs> So we've just concluded the screening, the inaugural screening of All Wednesday in New York City. And in an opportune moment as we were heading to the bar at the end of the screening, uh, Paddy has pulled us back because we have found something of a Wednesday legend here in the Football Factory. And I don't mean a Wednesday legend that is well known. A Wednesday legend that has just become known to us (laughs) in the form of the true founder, the original New York Owl, Simon, who it transpires has just pointed out that he watched the 1993 League Cup final not in Wembley, not in England, but in Sunnyside, New York. Simon, um, I just want to ask you, how did you come to be a Wednesdayite and what were you doing in Sunnyside, New York in 1993 to, uh, to watch Wednesday in a bar probably before half of us were born? So I'm a Wednesdayite
4: because I'm a multi-generational Wednesdayite and how I watched it was because the only place to watch it was in Sunnyside at that time,
0: in New York. Uh, and when you say a multi-generational Wednesday I, I heard you saying that in a thick American accent which belies the fact that you were born in Sheffield so we, uh, we have something of a ringer here which is a, a Sheffielder who became an American who was in Queens and you were just talking to our own Paddy Jones and pointing out, you, uh, pointing out that you, you, you could recognise his, uh, his locality to a, to a tone by the note of his accent where did you think Paddy was born? I would guess in Queens or something. <laughs> or maybe Sunnyside. Fuck off. P- Paddy, of course, being a native of Mexborough. What do you think of Paddy's Mexborough accent? Really poor. <laughs> it, it is shocking. Uh, maybe you could tell us Don't a little.
1: came here to talk about my accent when it is the original New York Owl. So, we the original
0: New York owl. so we're going to just ask you a moment you know, The 1993 League Cup Final Obviously a disappointing day for Wednesday But hopefully a, a day full of camaraderie for you With other Wednesdayites in New York uh, 30 years ago um, Could you tell me how many other Wednesdayites Were in that bar with you on that sunny, uh, sunny morning I guess baseball, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Queens
1: twist?
0: <laughs> Absolutely zero As far as I could tell uh, not, not even any uh, kind of you know, jolly Wednesdayites Who happened to have moved here for work no, there were like maybe, you know, 150
4: very rabid Arsenal fans. Were
1: there any John Hark's fans there, maybe? No, Some the what? Is, like, John Hawks fans, I, maybe, from my yeah, like previous
4: two there years. There were a couple later, I they noticed, LF. that they're in the back. They didn't make any noise, though.
0: I didn't feel any solidarity American with American them. Fans. You, you maybe heard Jeff in the background, who's uh, just, just chipping in about whatever's going on in, in Sunnyside. Simon another question so a few weeks later we, uh, we obviously had another cup final uh, arguably a more important cup final it was the FA Cup final um, wh- did you find yourself watching that game in New York as well I did
4: in, a, in a, a new place that was at the time unknown to me called the Sporting Club
0: the Sporting Club is unknown to all of us where is that
4: There was this place in Tribeca called the Sporting Club, very large, that actually started to
0: show some British sporting events, including football. And this again is 1993 now the important point here is that in watching the all wednesday screening tonight we've not only um celebrated the fact that wednesday have a fan base that extends across the atlantic we've had you know 20 30 maybe wednesday nights down here for the screen tonight but it goes back a lot longer than any of us realize so um it's since 1993 have you been able to follow wednesday consistently here in the states or have, you know kind of ha- how's your wednesday fandom continued okay so
4: i mean i've Oh, I go back and I watch Wednesday. I always follow Wednesday. I go to Legends, uh, which is clearly the center for Sheffield Wednesday fandom in the latter day. But then back in the day, it uh, there was. Um, um, let's close it off for a second while I remember. I'm gonna
0: edit this, right? Okay. So. Um, Week in December, you're ESPN. Okay. Oh my we'll take a pause and I'll ask the question again. So, oh, take the, a second. Uh, the, so, what what the, oh. it's always the first so three, two, one. So, Simon, you know, post 1993, how did you continue to follow Wednesday?
4: Okay, so, actually, <laughs> I want to take
0: us back a little bit. Before uh,
4: 1993,
0: uh, the real
4: place Christmas. to watch soccer uh, like to
2: one today, in firm, Manhattan was so, O'Hanlon's. Okay.
4: The they case. had the first, I it appears, I I, uh, Satanta uh, connection. I remember, actually, I during the World Cup. I think it was the World Cup. <laughs> That Sean, who worked there, calling up Sean,
2: who is the owner of Satanta,
4: actually turned out, according to the advertisements, and telling him to adjust, and he was in San Francisco, to adjust the, the settings on the satellite to
0: bring it in more clearly. So you can see Wednesday in all its glory, but you said this is earlier than 1993, so this is like when? 1991, 2?
4: This is like, this is being 1991, 2, yeah. So So
0: this is our true heyday when we're winning the Rumble Cup and we're we're getting promoted and we're uh, we're heading into the First Division.
4: Uh
0: That's true. Um, Okay. So Simon, we're going to finish this off by saying... um, You've discovered tonight that there is an enormous group of Wednesday nights, but you've been hanging out with us for a little while, so you kind of knew that already. Um, Do you speculate on the existence of any other Sheffield football fans in New York City, since you are the sage of all things?
4: Yeah, I think there may be a secret cache,
0: a a, a
4: secret den of Sheffield United fans somewhere. I
0: bet. The sage says that there are Sheffield United fans. Truth will be found, and from now on we're going to rattle and hum. Thank you, Simon. So we've just concluded the filming of no, All I'm Wednesday this, in New York. I have um, edit this
2: goddamn bullshit
0: when you are done with it, don't I? Three one. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Three, two, one. So we've just continued being con-
2: in the show to be
0: fair. <laughs> Fuck off, Jeff. Three, two, one. two, one. We'll
2: get four more shots of
4: Yeager. <laughs> I'll try it this one more time. Good.
0: Three, two,
4: one.